This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. All right, welcome to another episode of the 49ers Rush Podcast. I'm your host as always, and this is going to be awesome. This is our keys to the game, predictions, bets of the week, all that kind of stuff here. And if you are joining us live, first off, I just want to say thank you. Really, really appreciate that you guys are here. I want you to do something just a little bit different uh, as the arguing takes place in the chat on who is first. Appreciate that, guys. Um, What is your prediction for the 49ers? And Vikings final score. So start throwing those up there in the chat, whether you are listening through YouTube, Periscope, Twitter, Twitch, wherever, uh, any of our live platforms, please throw those up there. I want to see what is going to be the most accurate. And the, the best thing about this is, you know, the program that I run saves all of the chat. So I'm going to run back through this afterwards, and I'm going to figure out if somebody nails it the first correct score. So if let's say uh, the score right here, Mr. Superfly threw up there 24 to 14 Niners. If somebody else after him predicts 24 to 14, then uh, whoever predicted it first, I'm going to send you a free T-shirt. So um, here's the deal. Again, I just want to say this. Whoever predicts the score correctly first, uh, all ties go to whoever posts that first. I'm going to send you guys a free 49ers Rush t-shirt, which I am wearing right now. Uh, I'll reach out to you, and we'll figure all that out, uh, and we'll move on from there. So if you are one of the people that nail that, please just send a message to me on Twitter at JL underscore Chapman, or you can reach out to me on email if you are not a Twitter user at 49ers Rush Podcast at gmail.com we got you covered uh we're going to get in contact with you one way or another but i'm trying to give out some free stuff and why not because 
Man, it has been a very, very long time <laughs> since the 49ers have been in this situation. So much has been made about the 49ers' first playoff game hosted at Levi's, and rightfully so. Uh, this is huge. You, you know, We've been in that stadium now. I think this is our fifth year, and whenever you look at... The 49ers franchise is nuts. You know, you have five-time Super Bowl winners. We're right now getting to the quest for six and all of that kind of stuff. But you've got to go back till 2013. The 49ers went 12-4, and and they lost in the conference championship. That was the Bowman injury and all that kind of craziness, um, all that stuff. But we haven't been this far in the playoffs in a long time. And so you've got to be able to step back and enjoy this. And it's really funny because... Uh, we've done, I don't know, I think 220 plus episodes of the 49ers Rush podcast. You know, I record with Eat Sleep Fantasy, uh, hundreds of episodes over there at FL Express, uh, a whole bunch of different podcasts, a bit on radio, and all that stuff. I- I'm nervous. <laughs> Even before I hit record just today, like y- you get the butterflies in your stomach. And whenever you put so much time and effort and you care so much, man, it's fun and you want to be in the moment and you want to enjoy where you're at. But good Lord, uh, I'm nervous right now. I really, really am because what the 49ers have in front of them is special. It really, really is. You're the number one seed in the NFC. You're hosting your very first playoff game at home. You've got a quarterback who has Super Bowl wins technically, but he hasn't played. So technically his first playoff start. Your roster is... Very, very young, all the way across the board. Um, now you've got guys like Richard Sherman, um, D. Ford, who's been there. You know, last year was in the AFC Championship. You've got Joe Staley, who's been there before. You've got a lot of people, Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, but there's a couple more players that have been in this position before. But by and large, I mean, at least probably 85% of the roster, this is the first playoff game. Because when Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch stepped in three short years ago, they completely wiped it clean. Uh, <laughs> they really, really did. You know, you've got Joe Staley who is still there. You've got a couple of the Oregon trees that are still there. Um, Raheem Mostert, he's the only skill player that is still there from before Kyle Shanahan took over. I mean, there's a few guys, but by and large, these are all new players. And so that's a great thing. It really, really is because the the makings of something great is right here. There's something great. And, you know, we had that run with John Harbaugh, you know, the 2011 to 2013 spree where they were, you know, lost the NFC Championship, lost the Super Bowl, lost the NFC Championship in those three years. But then you've got to drop down all the way to 2002. That's the last time we have made it to the division round. So since the, you know, (laughs) since 2000, the new uh, millennia, or however you want to call that, the 49ers have only gotten this far. This is their fifth time. So in 20 years, we have gotten to the divisional round. Um, This is our fifth time. That's it. So enjoy this. I think that's kind of everything that I'm trying to put out there is, it's special where we are, but you can't be satisfied with that. And so you, you're expecting a win. Vegas is expecting a win. The playoff seeds, you know, we're the one versus the six seed. We're expecting a win. Now, can the Vikings win? Of course they can. And what we're going to do at the end of the episode, I'm going to write a script of, before I do my predictions, what has to happen for the Vikings to win. Okay, so I'm going to say, look, the Vikings win if all these things happen. Then I'm going to go through not not necessarily my predictions, but if 
you know, it's weird because the national media, CBS included, uh, they're all picking the Minnesota Vikings. Like, they saw something that they put up against the Saints, and people are just not believers in the 49ers, and it, it's like the cool thing to do to pick the Vikings. And that's fine. Pick the sixth seed. Uh, no problem with that. And it's almost to the point now where – it's it's turning into a chip on the shoulder. You know, you got Tom Brady who always talks about nobody count everybody counted us out every single year. I don't know how he manages to fabricate that whatever. But this is a team who hasn't done it as we said, and the national media is out to get them. And nobody has picked them. Jimmy Garoppolo's a weakness. All these different narratives are put out there. And they're just not true. So the 49ers get to go out and silence critics and answer and show we belong. <laughs> you know, 13-3, and three, uh, I don't think there was any game I saw the, the stat come up. They were leading all 16 games um, at one point or another in the final minute of the fourth quarter. Uh, they had a lead at one point in all 16 games in the final minute of the fourth quarter. Now, you go 13-3, and three, the three games you lose uh, were kind of just last second, whatever, you know, field goals, whatever. Uh, this team can play with anybody. And they belong here. And there's a lot of stuff that they can do uh, to make sure that they win this game. Now, we have previewed. We have talked about the Minnesota Vikings offense. We have talked about the Minnesota Vikings defense. We have uh, talked about their best players, their scheme, their coaching, their tendencies, all those things. And as we get to this final episode, just a few things that I wanted to talk about and some changes that I've made. Uh, We have the final injury reports that have been released today for both teams. So for the 49ers, let's focus on us first. Uh, D Ford is questionable. This is the biggest WTF, you know, we got out there. We were really expecting to ease him back in, and I said Tuesday was going to be the big day. He should be able to get a full practice in. He did not. Wednesday, he did not. And today, the last practice, he did not. So he did get limited work in all of those, but he has been moved to questionable. Um, and as I've said, you know, we're getting a lot of players back. Quan Alexander, he's going to be activated. He is going to play. The coaching staff has come out and said Quan Alexander will not be playing every single play, but he is going to be playing, which is awesome. Uh, That's great news. Chikwaski Tart, not on the injury report. He's back. That's great as well. D Ford, though, he's the most important piece. He's the most. I don't care if he plays 10 snaps. I don't care if he plays five snaps. I want that guy active. <laughs> we need him out there. Um, so, uh, you know, the the questionable tag is 50%. You know, if we flip it over to the other side, the Vikings release theirs as well. Uh, McKenzie Alexander, he is out with the knee. Uh, safety, J. Ron Curse, he's out with the toe and any. And questionable is Adam Thielen with an ankle. Now, Adam Thielen is going to play. And he got sliced at practice by somebody's cleats or something. I don't know. But he had to get two stitches in his ankle. And he was out there with a limited practice. They've said he is going to play. But you've got to think, man, that's problematic to say the least. You don't want to be a wide receiver three days off of fresh stitches at the ankle position. You know, it's it's not ideal. And then if you look at Stefan Diggs, who is going to play, he's missed two straight days with an illness. So whether that's a flu or whatever, we don't know. But there are some issues at play on this Minnesota Vikings team. And their depth, 
at a few different positions, it's non-existent. Okay, they just have two corners that have any substantial playing time. Now it is their two starting corners, Xavier Rhodes, <coughs> excuse me, um, Xavier Rhodes, and then Trey Wayne's on the other side. They usually play three safeties in their nickel package with Sandejo, Harrison Smith, and then also um, Anthony, who's had a hell of a year. He's leading the NFL in interceptions. So they have their guys in place, but. This is the big butt. Any issue, any injuries on that defense, and they are not going to be able to handle their scheme like they want to handle their scheme. So uh, that's going to be key for them as well. Now on the 49ers side, the healthiest we have been all year. Um, you know, on I think it was Wednesday's practice was the first time all year, um, going all the way back since week one, that all 53 players on the active roster all practiced <laughs> as it happened once this year. You finally get to that right before um, the division round, which is huge, and it shows you how important that bye week really is because, yeah, while we are healthier than we have been, we're still not the optimal health. We have 16 players on IR, but for our guys that are able to play this week, all 53 have a shot. You know, Quan Alexander is questionable, uh, and Contavious Street is also questionable. So um, we'll have to see what happens there. Street's obviously not near as big of importance as, um, you know, D Ford, but he still matters. And, yeah, casual viewer, you're right. So many experts are saying the Vikings are going to beat the 49ers. You know, a lot of the hate that I've seen is Pete Prisco, who's the CBS. Like, they're trying to turn Pete Prisco into... Um, you know, uh, Adam Schefter and stuff like that, Ian Rappaport for CBS. He's not that. He's the guy that the NFL leaks stuff to. Uh, so don't worry too much about <laughs> who, who says what and all that stuff. Just let it go. Uh, not that big of a deal. It is what it is. I, I'm to the point now where I want more people to pick against the 49ers. That's really what I want. Um, so... Uh, Mr. Superfly, how much do you think it'll help Garoppolo that he sat behind Tom Brady for three? Oh, that's huge. The I've been, I, you know, as a player and a coach, I, I've played on teams that lost yeah, a lot, and I've played on teams that won a lot. I've coached on teams that lost a lot, and I've coached on teams that won a lot. There's something happens in the mindset of a player that I've been here before. It's not too big of a moment. We're fine. And this is the it needs to have like a term, and it's called the Kirk Cousins uh, syndrome, if you will. Kirk Cousins is scared to death of the lights. He's terrified. Uh, what I think he has the all-time worst record on Monday Night Football. I think he's 0-9 now. Uh, he lost his last two games this year. But some people just do not perform well when everything's on the line, you know, a poker term or whatever. Whenever all the chips are on the table and everything's in, how do you behave? And we haven't seen Garoppolo play in the, the postseason, but – Every single dang time. Go back to those third and 16 plays. <laughs> Both of them. You know, on that one drive, we have not seen a moment that is too big for Garoppolo. The worst that Barack, uh, that Garoppolo has looked all year, it's happened in the first and second quarter. He has been ice cold veins. I mean, just ice cold in the second half. The majority of his interceptions and turnovers have all taken place in the first half. That dude is just solid in the second half. And so you try to take those things, and that's as close as you can get to what's going on with the playoff 
call and the importance. It's a home game, all those things. It just says it's going to be on his side. And again, you go back to the Patriots and what Jimmy Garoppolo was able to sit back uh, behind Tom Brady and the Patriots on those three uh, seasons. It's 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 paramount. It really, really is. It's very, very important. So uh, great point there. Uh, the Geek Freak, Diggs has been ill all week, dealing, getting stitches out of the ankle. Man, they are on thin ice with health and depth. They don't have it. If either of those wide receivers goes down, that offense struggles. If either of their corners or safeties go down, that defense is going to have major problems. And, you know, one of the matchups that I really do like this week is Sandejo, who I think is an awesome safety. He's a great player, but he's playing out of position. You know, they Zimmer moved him into that nickel corner spot when McKenzie Alexander went down. And so instead of having a true corner, you have a hybrid safety linebacker playing that uh, nickel role. If you you want to go get he's he's not very shifty. He's much more of a hard hitter and he's an effort guy. Well, Kyle Shanahan's going to have an opportunity to do something. I, I think he's going to be able to exploit that. I really, really do. Um, let's see here from the casual viewer. What do you think of those experts who say Vikings beat the 49ers? I don't know how you pick against the 49ers this week. Uh, logically, I really, really don't. Do I think that the Vikings can win? Oh, of course. Every team that is in the playoffs can beat any other team on a given day. That's just what it is. Now, does that mean you should pick against them? No, the Vikings have beat one team with a winning record all year. That's it. One team, and that was the Eagles. Uh, so <laughs> you, you can take that for what you want. The Vikings are good. I'm talking about the regular season. Obviously, they beat the Saints last week. Vikings are great. They really, really are. And the similarities, which I've outlined very, very much during the course of this week, you know, the two most run-heavy teams in the NFC, the two most two tight end teams uh, in the league, it's going to be 4-3 versus 4-3. Defenses are going to be able to stay in their base package almost the entire game, which is huge with Quan Alexander coming back because Dre Greenlaw is going to be out there. Dre Greenlaw will get more snaps this week than I think Quan Alexander will. I think that they're both going to be out there, but I expect about 30 to 40 snaps from Quan, and I expect about uh, 40 to 50 snaps from Dre. Uh, that's kind of how I see it. When we go nickel, I think they'll rotate and keep those two guys fresh. I don't think we'll see Aziz out there at all besides special teams, and that's probably the best news. I like Aziz. I think he has a, a future in this league, but he is an undrafted rookie that is a little too overeager. And with this offense, with what we are seeing with the Vikings, especially if D Ford's out, you know, play action, misdirection, things like that, that is problematic. Uh, Niner by nature, Quan's going to play. D Ford is questionable. So Quan's in. D Ford, eh, maybe. <laughs> but Tart is back as well, and that's huge. Uh, so, so you know, a lot of different things at play there with what's going on there. Um, John, with your crystal ball, tell us how Sayla uses Alexander. Thank you. Uh, yeah, just kind of talked about that. You know, I think that Quan Alexander will start, and I think based on personnel, you know, we have to see what the Vikings come out with on offense because if they come out in four wide, we're not going to be in our nickel package. But I'm safe to say they're going to come out um, in 12 personnel, which is one running back, two tight ends. As I said, um, they use two tight end sets just as much as the 49ers do. So if they do that, we're going to come out in our 4-3 package, and I think Quan starts. 
Um, I think that's where he's going to be. And so super excited for that. And what this allows us to do, and it's not necessarily a big change, but you're going to move now Fred Warner to the actual Mike position. Now, Fred Warner has been the Mike linebacker because he calls all the plays. But any time there has been trips, we've moved him to the wheel spot. Because what happens is the wheel runs vertical with the number three um, in a lot of our sub packages and our um, coverage packages. And we have not done that with Dre Greenlaw. So in trips packages, we flipped our linebackers to where Dre went to Mike and then Fred Warner went to Will because he's the better coverage guy. We don't have to do that, do that anymore. We we can just leave Fred Warner at Mike because Quan can run in coverage much better than Fred Warner ever could. Now, Fred Warner's had a great year, six All-Pro votes. I love Fred, but he's not near as fast or athletic as Quan Alexander is. Fred Warner's much more of a cerebral, always in the right place, great reads, things like that. And he's, he's I'm not knocking him at all. It's just they have different skill sets. And the reason why you pay Quan all that money is because he is one of the most athletic linebackers in the NFL bar none. Speed-wise, uh, he, he's, he's different. <laughs> he's just different. And I do think that if Quan's out there, he's going to be blitzing. Um, I'm very, very excited about that. I really want to see Quan uh, blitz after, um, you know, off the edge and just be able to get some of those bullet blitzes and try to time it up with one of those play-action boot plays that Minnesota likes to run and just be there waiting on Kirk Cousins just right in the face. Super excited about that. So um, let's see, Sergio, did Xavier Rhodes hurt his collarbone last week? Is he questionable? He is not listed on any injury report, Sergio, but you are correct. If you watch that game, I think it was his pride that got hurt. He was getting torched. He's been torched all year. Um, Xavier Rhodes, the starting right corner, for the Minnesota Vikings, you know, all pro two years ago, he has had back-to-back bad years. And so he is a huge, he's Terrell Owens on the sidelines <laughs> and a Kello Weatherspoon on the field. Uh, I, I think that was mean. I probably shouldn't have said that. And we got to talk about this. Uh, nobody has been on the E-Man train more than myself. And uh, they came out this week and Akello Weatherspoon's going to be starting. They're going to stay with him. And that news, what's even more funny is Kyle Shanahan said, we're not going to tell you who's starting at corner. Then the next day during the press, asked Akello, hey, are you starting? He goes, yeah, I'm starting. So (laughs) whatever. Um, I'm the biggest Akello fan this week ever. I hope that he has three pick six and proves me wrong. That's what I want as a fan. Uh, do I believe in Akella Witherspoon? No, I don't. Uh, not now. I think eventually he can rebound, but his confidence has been completely shot. Maybe this bye week has been enough, and maybe we get enough pass rush to where he doesn't have to guard uh, corners one on one or wide receivers one on one for four plus seconds. So can he make the plays? Yes. You go back to the film the last three weeks; he has been absolutely obliterated. But he's been close to being in position. He just doesn't make the play on the ball. Um, You know, you could talk about his injury. You could talk about the quarterbacks that he's played against and all that stuff because the first three weeks for Akella Witherspoon, he was wonderful. But again, that was against bad quarterbacks. That was against, you know, the Bengals. That was against the Steelers without Big Ben. That was against Jameis Winston, who's one of the worst quarterbacks of all time. Um, And so we'll have to see what happens. Kirk Cousins does not fall into the category of bad quarterbacks. He's a great quarterback. He just doesn't show up to big games. Uh, John, 
let's see here. Um, oh, next question. Here we go. Here's a random thought. What do you think about Brady coming <laughs> to back up Jimmy? How ironic would that be? Yeah, that would be hilarious, but I don't want him. I would prefer uh, BDN, my bad boy, Nick Mullins. I I, I love Nick Mullins. Um, you know, I... I went on record on Eat Sleep Fantasy saying I think Nick Mullins is probably the second best backup quarterback, and I, I said these were my quarterbacks that I'm I think are the best in the NFL, and this was before the season. I said Teddy Bridgewater, Ryan Tannehill, and Nick Mullins. Those are the three that I think are the best backup quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, may, maybe I missed my calling, and I just need to evaluate backup quarterbacks uh, because I think I think I hit on all. Well, Nick didn't play any this year. Um, any news on the uniforms we are going to be wearing? I have not heard anything. I'm a big uniform guy. My instincts, again, this is just my guess, Niner by nature, we are going to go traditional, uh, just the red and gold. I think that's what we're going to do. Again, it's the first home game in the history of Levi's uh, during playoff time. I don't think that they're going to shake it up too much. I think that it, they're going to just go straight you know, uh, kind of traditional. Now, I would prefer uh, the throwback whites, personally, but uh, the 94 throwback whites that we just wore versus Seattle, but I, I doubt that's going to be the case. Um, but that that's just me. We'll have to see what happens there. Uh, but before we move on, I do want to take just a quick second to thank our sponsor, BlueChew.com. Um, these guys are awesome, and here's the deal, okay? It's the exact same thing as Viagra and Cialis. It's the same thing as those things, except it's way better in every way. One, it's completely discreet. You don't have to go to the doctor. Um, you fill out some forms online, very, very easy, and it gets shipped to you in a discreet package. There's no awkwardness, okay? So we all know what Viagra and Cialis are. This is the chewable form with the same active FDA ingredient. It's the same thing. And so all you got to do is head to bluechew.com, B, uh, the color chew, right? B-L-U-E, chew.com. Use promo code 49ers, and here's what happens. Your first shipment's absolutely free. You just got to pay for shipping, five bucks. That's it. So again, not awkward, and if you just want to try it out, if you've heard about it and all those things, try it out. BlueChew.com, use promo code 49ers. They will, the first shipment's free if you use that promo code. You just got to pay five bucks for shipping. It comes straight to your house in a discreet package. Nobody's going to know what it is. Uh, totally chill, and then you can use that whenever you want, whether you full stomach um, or empty stomach, night, it's whatever. Whatever you want it, then you use it, and trust me, the stuff works. It is an awesome product, and just want to say thank you for those guys. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, um, and we just want to say thank you for sponsoring the podcast. You know, They reached out to us. They've worked with us in the past as well. Um, just a great product there, so BlueChew.com, promo code 49ers. Here we go. Let's jump in now uh, to just a little bit of my notes and some things that I have. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, how do the Vikings win this game? Uh, let's play devil's advocate. Okay. Now, I'm not saying these things are going to happen. I'm saying that if these things happen, it definitely increases the chance for the Minnesota Vikings to have the huge upset. Okay. So first, 49ers defense have three key points that can't happen. Number one, Dalvin Cook cannot go off. Uh, Nick Bosa had the quote in his press conference where they were talking about pass rush, and you know Bosa just said, oh, "Can't pass rush if you don't stop the rush." So you got to stop the run first. They're the, the 49ers and the Vikings run the ball the most. You got to get them in third and long. Okay, that's key. That's number one. That's probably the most important thing of the entire game. If Dalvin Cook goes off for a hundred plus, it's coming down to the wire. Period. 
If those of you that believe the 49ers are going to blow out the Vikings, you better be sold on the fact that Dalvin Cook is not going to be able to run uh, very effectively and he will not be involved in the passing game very much, at least successfully. That's huge. So Dalvin Cook is key. And it's not so much even Dalvin Cook, it's the run game. Uh, Dalvin Cook's backup is a beast as well, Mattinson, Alexander Mattinson. He's a hell of a player, and you're going to confuse Dalvin Cook and Mattinson when they're in the game because they look so similar. Mattinson's actually bigger than Dalvin Cook. So Dalvin Cook's number one, okay? Uh, Now, going off that, we need, again, we're staying with this, how do the Vikings win? Lots of third and shorts for the Vikings offense. Third and five, we're okay, the 49ers. Third and four and less, that's problematic, okay? So, again, third downs are always key, and the 49ers have been great on third down, but third and shorts will kill this 49ers defense. We need the Vikings to be predictable on third down in order to not put Akello in bad positions. And that brings us to our third point. Uh, how do the Vikings win if Akello gets targeted eight-plus times? Uh, they are going to target him nonstop. Um, now, I do think that Akello is going to have a very short leash. We saw him benched in the final drive of the game versus the Seahawks, and we finally stopped him. Um, you know, they scored three straight touchdowns uh, coming out of the second half to Seahawks, and then we pulled Akello, and not necessarily that was all on Emmanuel Mosley, but he did have a good drive, much better drive than Akello has had in four weeks straight, and that one drive uh, was better. But anyway, don't want to harp too much on that. Now let's jump over to... What they're going to have to do um, against the 49ers offense to win. So again, how do the Vikings win? Number one, Jimmy Garoppolo gets confused. Okay, What the Vikings and Zimmer wants to do is he wants to confuse you and he is moving everybody all the way up to the snap. Uh, two safeties down to one safety, blitz to bell, press man to uh, you know bell coverage, all those things. They're constantly moving. And they want the quarterback overthinking. Very similar to what Kyle Shanahan does on offense. Now, how do you negate that? One, I expect to see a little bit more quick snaps from the 49ers offense. I mentioned this earlier. I really do think that we're going to see a couple first sound, uh, first movement. You know, Kyle Shanahan wants to do all the double motion. I think we'll get that. But I think early on, after we get our first down, uh, the very first first down on the 49ers offense, I could see us jumping up there and just uh, going with a quick snap, which Kyle Shanahan does that once or twice a game. But I think you could do that a few more times because if they're moving all their guys around and they're moving their safeties, you want to catch, they're not going to show you what they want to do first. So just jump up to the line of scrimmage, snap the ball, run your play. Um, yeah, I think we're going to see that a few times. Not a lot. We're still going to get a lot of the double motion and whatever else. We're home, so we don't have to worry too much about crowd noise. But again, if we're looking at how the Vikings are going to win, that defense confuses Jimmy Garoppolo. That will be huge. Another thing, I got three points for the offense. If the wide receivers disappear for the second and third quarters again, that's three straight weeks. <laughs> you know, Debo has showed up and have been consistent, but a lot of that has been in the run game. You know, uh, Emmanuel Sanders, goodness, I I don't think he's had a catch in three weeks during the second and third quarters. Kyle Shanahan scripts out his first 20 plays. He goes out there, he gets targeted, he does a hell of a job. But then once we get off script, he just disappears. And a lot of that is his age. A lot of that is he played 17 straight weeks because, you know, he got traded after 
or sorry, he got traded after the 49ers bye week and before the Broncos. So he's exhausted and 32, he's old. Uh, so perhaps this bye week, he'll be a little bit fresher. That's going to be huge. So again, if Emmanuel Sanders and Debo disappear in the middle quarters, that's problematic for the 49ers team. And then last one, if Tevin Coleman gets seven plus carries, that helps Minnesota win. Tevin Coleman should get four to five carries tops. And we need Brita. Well, sorry, let's change that. We need Mostert with Brita. Mostert is key. Mostert is absolutely key this week. Uh, very, very excited about that. Uh, now, a couple more questions before we jump to our bets of the week, and then we'll finish up with our uh, predictions. Here we go. Uh, from PA Niner Fan 87. John, what do you think of the over um, over under at with D Ford uh, sack total? Man, again, I'm not quite sure how many snaps D Ford gets. My guess is right now, I don't think he gets more than 15 if he is active, and that's a huge if. Uh, you know, they came out and said he's questionable. He's had three straight limited practices. Um, but I've been off on my sack predictions more than anything. I keep track of all my predictions. My sack numbers have been off, which is sad because the 49ers are fourth in the NFL throughout the season on sacks. I mean, they've got a lot. But if D Ford plays 15, I'll say this, okay? If D Ford plays 15 snaps in this game, I think the 49ers will get four sacks. Um, and I don't think that you need a lot more than that because of how much the Minnesota Vikings run the ball. Uh, even if they get behind, they're still going to run the ball. Uh, they're very similar to the 49ers, and even their two-minute drill, they'll run the ball. <laughs> they don't have any timeouts, they'll still run the ball. If they got to go 80 yards in a minute and a half, they'll still run the ball. Uh, this is going to be a ground-and-pound game and very old-fashioned as far as just the play calls, but not the formations and the scheme and all that stuff. Um, let's see, Drew, uh, did you find out the starters? They still, they're not going to really list any of that, Drew, uh, outside of a player slipping, and that's a Kello. So, you know, for our defense, our offense is going to be exactly the same. Hopefully, Tevin Coleman doesn't get to start. That'd be, ugh, ugh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you guys watching, you just saw me just, like, get grossed out. Um, anyway. Tevin Coleman has started, I think, seven straight games, and he's been awful seven straight games. Uh, ever since his four-touchdown game, he has just been uh, awful. He's been really bad. But um, Akello's going to start. I think Quan's going to start as well, but we'll be in a 4-3 situation So on defense. So Dre Greenlaw will start uh, alongside of Quan, and, of course, Tart. Tart's going to be back out there, and that's huge. Um, <laughs> I love this all-star Luna. Uh, Diggs is sick of cousins not passing him the ball. Flu, you're exactly correct. Um, yeah, um, yeah, that's hilarious. I love that. Um, from Grant, um, you think they might be doing load management with Ford at practice so he doesn't overwork it till game time? You know, with the hamstring, it's it, it's key, but it, he hasn't played since week 11, um, and he only played like four snaps in week 11. So it's been a while. He's he's had lots of practice where he's out there running full speed and all those things, but he's just not 100%. Every, the whole hope was we're going to rest him all this extra time. Hopefully he gets completely healed up. He still hasn't. Um, and, you know, some people are out there saying, oh, this is a terrible signing and all that stuff. No, it was not a bad signing. It was not. You go you go 9-0 for a reason, and D. Ford was one of the key reasons why. The signing was perfect. The trade was great. The problem is you can't predict injuries. 
Yeah, it's soft tissue stuff. He had his knee issue, then the hamstring. But if D. Ford is, comes back in place, the 49ers are Super Bowl favorites. I firmly believe that. Um, it was a good signing. He just got to get healthy. That's just what it is. Um, Niner by nature. No one wants to believe me. I think this game is going to be a blowout. 42-16 to 16 Niners. I would love for that to be the case. It has been a long damn time since the 49ers have blown anybody out. Um, I think, how many games did we have in a row where we finished just with, you know, the final score? It goes all the way <laughs> just, I think we're five straight weeks. Let's see here. I'm pulling it up now. How many games in a row have been, you know, decided by one score or less? Uh, you're going all the way back to week 13. So weeks 13 through 17, all single <laughs> possession games. The last game we had that was a blowout was the Green Bay Packers 37-8. And uh, that was it. So it, all the other games, one, two, that's five straight games, came down to the very last possession. So I hope you're right, Niner by Nature. And again, you know, I've talked about this this week. We are going to be on the Hot Mic broadcast, uh, the Hot Mic app. So if you haven't downloaded the Hot Mic app, you need to do so. One, we're giving away an autographed Ronnie Lott jersey. All you have to do is download the Hot Mic app. Uh, just whether you have an iPhone or Android, it's there. Hot Mic, H-O-T-M-I-C. Then use the invite code RUSHESF, one word, R-U-S-H-E-S-F. Then scroll down, you'll see John Chapman. When click on Broadcaster, scroll down, you'll see John Chapman, Del DeMont. Hit follow on there. That's easy. doesn't cost you a penny. We're going to be giving away that jersey in the second quarter of the broadcast. So uh, Chris Collinsworth is doing the play-by-play. It's the NBC uh, whatever. Don't watch that. Come join us, or at least watch it. Just mute the TV and listen to us. Plus, we have the chat feature. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we've got 700-plus people signed up for uh, to be there. It's going to be an absolute blast. Uh, it's it, incredible growth, and a lot of it's just thanks to you guys. So I do want to say thank you for all that you guys do. Uh, it's absolutely impressive how far this has gone <laughs> in such a short time. Um, so... Now let's jump to our bets of the week, and then we'll finish up with our predictions. So our bets all take place on mybookie.ag. Just head over to mybookie.ag, use promo code 49ers, and they're going to double your initial deposit. Now, um, you know, two days ago I put up my bet of the week outside of 49ers, and we're running a three-team teaser. And what a three-team teaser is, it's kind of like a parlay on steroids. You get seven points for each game additionally. So uh, 49ers, for example, are seven-point favorites, so they're minus seven. Well, with this three-team teaser for seven points, 49ers just have to win. So I'm taking the 49ers, the Ravens, and the Chiefs. That's my three-team teaser. Um, And so it doubles up your money and then some. So those three things have have to happen. And again, you get seven points. So 49ers just have to win by anything. Ravens, um, they have to win by a field goal or more. And the Chiefs have to win by a field goal or more. So now let's get into my 49ers bets on mybookie.ag. Here we go. I've got three bets that I really like this week, and two of them involve um, uh, Mostert. So here we go. First off, San Francisco scores over two and a half touchdowns. Uh, I don't think that there is any way. You know, the 49ers have been held to under 16 points one time this year, and that was against the Washington Redskins in the Mud Bowl. We only scored nine. Also of interesting note, as I was doing research this week, guess what the – how many points um, – what's it called? Uh, sorry, let me start over. The Minnesota Vikings gave up nine points to the Washington Redskins when they played them as well. So, like, it's interesting the way that that works out. 
But I have San Francisco scoring over two and a half touchdowns. I think that it's going to be, there's no way we don't score 21 points. Uh, that's a minus 175 bet. So that's bet 10 to win 15. Um, so again, San Francisco over two and a half touchdowns. And here's how you find that. Just go to mybookie.ag. On the left side, you're going to click props. Uh, builder, then you click go to NFL, then you click on the 49ers game and scroll down and you're going to see that. San Francisco over two and a half touchdowns. Now, here are my two Raheem Mostert bets that I love. I absolutely love these bets. First one, Raheem Mostert to have over 23 yards receiving. That is a plus 167 bet. Um, that's 10 to win 26. Uh, they're putting it down that it's going to be a Brita and a Coleman game and all that. I don't think that is going to be. Uh, Raheem Mostert can get one reception and you're going to get paid off there. And then the second one is Raheem Mostert to have two or more receptions. That's plus 156. That's $10 to win 25. So again, if you just bet those two bets and they hit, if Raheem Mostert gets two catches for 23 or more yards, you're betting 20 to win over 50 bucks. Uh, I love those odds. I really, really do. I think we're going to see a whole bunch of screens, a whole bunch of uh, empty sets with Mostert split out and things like that. I think we're going to see a lot of that. So uh, those are my bets of the week. And again, as always, mybookie.ag. Use promo code 49ers. They'll double your initial deposit. The best place to bet online. Um that's it. Uh, real quick from, uh, here we go. Uh, hi, my name is Nate. Been following you uh, in your awesome Empire Faithful. Keep it up. Love it. Really appreciate that. Thank you, Nate. Um, huge shout out right there. That is awesome. Uh, love all the people that have joined us. Now let's do it. It's go time. Here are the John Chapman 49ers rush predictions, and I got a bunch of them. So <laughs> buckle in, and I'll finish up with the prediction of the score. Here we go. D Ford plays. That's my first prediction. I don't think he's going to play a lot, okay? Um, but he is questionable, and his hamstring has not been ideal. Basically, what's going to happen is it's going to be a true game-time decision. When they go out there on the field, they're going to test his hamstring, and if he can come out of his snap and feel quick, he's going to play. If he cannot, they're going to sit him. Uh, there's no need to tweak that. We're playing for a Super Bowl. We're not playing to make it to the NFC Championship. We're playing for a Super Bowl. Now, I understand they're related. But <clears throat> with D. Ford, Quan Alexander, and Jaquaski Tart all back on the defense, our defense goes back to looking like the weeks one through eight. Um, you know, we didn't allow one team past 20 points, not one, um, we, through weeks one through eight. Return of the sacks and the three and outs, more importantly. We're going to stop the run game. Okay, Sherman is finally going to get targeted. I, I think it's finally time that somebody is going to throw the ball against um, Richard Sherman, and he's going to make them pay. I have him as either or. He's either going to get two passes defensed or an interception. Uh, very, very excited. This is a huge game for Sherm. I think he's going to finally make somebody pay. Now, they're going to test um, our right corner, Akello Witherspoon, a lot early, but eventually at some point they are going to test Richard Sherman, and he's going to make them pay. Dalvin Cook is going to be held to under 80 total yards, which has not happened very much this year at all, uh, but I think the 49ers are going to do it, and a lot of it has to do with the linebacking core. Um, offensively, Jimmy G shows up huge. Um, and I think that they're going to stretch the field deep on both outside the numbers. Um, I think that's kind of where they're going to attack. Leave the safety, Anthony Harris, alone. Attack the, cor attack the corners deep whenever they're doing the one deep safety. And so, again, I think we're going to attack deep a few times, and it's going to be close to the sidelines. Now, and here's where I think it's going to be um, where it's going to be used. 
because of Andrew Sandejo playing that nickel spot, he is going to be guarding the number two wide receiver. Now, here's what I mean by that. Let's say we're doing um, trips right, okay? The number one wide receiver is furthest outside. The number two is the next guy in. Number three is closest to the offensive tackle. Whoever lines up in that number two spot, and we move all our guys around. Sometimes it's Kittle. Sometimes it's Debo. Sometimes it's Manuel. Sometimes it's Bourne. Sometimes it's Juice. Sometimes it's a running back. The number two alignment, wide receiver or whatever, they're going to have a huge game. So it, that is huge. Whenever you watch film of what the Minnesota Vikings do and try to do, that's where a lot of success comes from. So very, very excited about that. Mostert and Breida go off. I have 160 total yards between both of them and more. Um, you know, whenever I statted out the game, I, I just I kept trying to bump down the numbers, but I just believe they're going to be able to do what they want to do. This is a tough defense, but even if it's not rushing, I think that you can throw some screens and stuff in there. So uh, very, very excited about that. So Mostert and Breeder are going to have a hell of a game. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to throw three-plus touchdowns. And I don't. I know that we want to run the ball on the goal line, but the Minnesota Vikings defense is very stout in stopping rushing touchdowns. They give up a lot of rushing yards, but they don't let people rush uh, in the end zone and in the red zone. So it's going to rely on Jimmy Garoppolo. And here we go. Uh, you guys have all put up your predictions, and I want to say thank you again. Whoever predicts the score correctly, you got to get it right. If you're off, you don't get a shirt. So if nobody guesses correctly, nobody's getting a shirt. But whoever predicted... The score, if you haven't had your predictions yet, put it in there. What do you think the score, the final score for the 49ers-Vikings um, game is going to be? Whoever predicts the score uh, correctly first, I'm going to send you a t-shirt, a 49ers Rush t-shirt on me. Um, so this bad boy that you guys see here. So um, really, really excited about this. And here is my prediction. And it, <laughs> anyway, here's my prediction. The 49ers are going to win. I truly believe that. I don't think that there's any team out there in the NFL that is better than the 49ers currently, especially with the health returning. 49ers win 31-23. to And I think that it comes down, I think it's going to be 31-20 to um, deep into the fourth quarter. And I think that what's going to happen is the Vikings are going to try to score a touchdown, can't have to kick a field goal to make it a one-possession game, onside kick it, and they don't get it back. So I think that the 49ers are going to be up 11 points with about four minutes left in the fourth quarter. And then they're going to kick a field goal just to try to keep the game a one-possession game, and that's where it's going to go. So 49ers win 31-23. to I'm so excited for all the Vikings fans uh, who are going to turn into this on YouTube and everywhere else and blow up the comments. So uh, really do appreciate it, guys. Hopefully you have enjoyed this. And again, Going to be broadcasting the game on Hot Mike. Join us over there. Rush ESF to win your free um, autographed Ronnie Lott jersey. Holy cow. Who, who doesn't want one of those bad boys? Uh, but that's going to do it for us. Next time we talk, man. Oh, so excited. I'm so excited. This is it, it, this is better than Christmas. I'm sorry. This, this is everything for 49ers fans we've been waiting on. So thank you guys for all the support. Hit subscribe if you haven't already. And I will be talking to you game time. And as always, we will go live uh, five minutes after Kyle Shanahan's press conference is over at the end of the game. Uh, win, lose, or draw. But it's going to be a win. It's going to be a win. All right. Stay strong, faithful, and I'll talk to you guys soon. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. 
So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.